acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall overcome me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them, and they are more than the sand. I come to the end, and I am still with you. Oh, that you would kill the wicked, O God, and that bloodthirsty would depart from me. Those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For the past several days, uh, my husband and I have been having some home repair projects done, which require outside contractors to come in and work all hours of the day. I'm sure you've had this experience. Each morning, I wake up to buckets of sheetrock mud in our living room, plastic wrap is covering my lamps, and paint cans are stacked along our stairs. We've been excited to start some of these necessary repairs, but I admit I felt a bit anxious at first. In order to prepare, we've had to cluster all of our furniture to the center of each room, remove pictures and drapes, and allow for ease of access around some corners which really haven't seen the light of day in several years. So when moving some of these pieces around, I found dust bunnies lurking under our couches, cobwebs in our skylight that have been collecting for many months, cracking windowsills, stray hairbands, missing earrings, and corroded batteries from our remote control. The messes themselves were not really that difficult to quickly wipe up, but I began to feel really insecure about my unkept home about and how this was being exposed to these gracious workers. I really feared being known by them. I feared their impressions of me and what they may think. That I didn't keep a spotless house, that there were some stains on my carpet, and 
that I had allowed my baseboards to collect some dust. And I really couldn't hide from them because they were big men. I needed help moving all of my furniture around. And I also couldn't really hide from this little bit of fear inside that they may leave our homes really knowing something about us that maybe others may never really see. I felt known in a very unsettling way. Today, we live in a world where much of what we want to project about ourselves and our lives can be glamorized, while those things less glamorous can really be hidden. We can seamlessly host parties and events like Tyler and I did last month when we had all of the young adults over for a cookout. What folks didn't see was my frenzied scramble at the last minute to wipe down every surface, place every picture just right, and shove whatever was unnecessary into my upstairs catch-all room where no one would go because I feared that my friends would see the truth, that we have a home that we really live in, cobwebs and all. Sometimes we can dress up for a reunion with a new gown or a tuxedo, posing for pictures which capture a new spelt waistline or a skinny arm with our hand posed on our hips for the best angle. What folks may not see is a lot of time spent sweating in a gym or maybe cutting some calories here and there because we fear looking like the past 10 years haven't been complete hell, and for some of us, they might have been. We can upload fun pictures of outings at a park with our children, their toothless smiles and giggles captured at just the right time on the swing. What folks might not see is the meltdown and subsequent tantrum in the middle of the park. Hands and feet kicking and screaming in our exasperated arms as we say, Lord, help me, quietly. We can update our Facebook status with flowery quotes about happiness and truth-telling and God's goodness. What folks might not know is that our home lives may be anything but happiness that our relationships may struggle in the areas of honesty, and that we may be doubting that day that God really is good all the time. When we strip away those things which we believe make us who we are, our titles, our careers, our neighborhoods, our families, our relationships, our bodies, there's an inherent known space deep in our soul. This both conscious and unconscious knowing in our being inspires us and can incapacitate us. We might be surprised when we share a bit about this known self in a new relationship, when we receive affirmation and welcome and support. We might retreat further and hide more of this known self when we receive admonition or condoning from someone or rejection in a relationship. We feel safe because we believe maybe this known self is ultimately in our human control. I can share who I am with who I want, when I want, and how I want. And friends, this is the ultimate myth for safety and control 